Well, I sing top down, look around, go stop. Never gonna know if you'd never try, baby. Top down, look around, go stop. Never gonna know if you never fly, baby. Higher. You got to fly higher. I got the sunshine falling down on me. Got blue skies there as far as I see. Got the woman of my dreams sitting next to me. Lean a little closer, then you'll see. It's a good day if you make it that way. Have a little faith, it'll all be okay. Take a deep breath, my friend. Well, I sing top down, look around, go stop. Never gonna know if you'd never try, baby. Top down, look around, go stop. Never gonna know if you'd never fly, baby. Higher. You got to fly higher. Never give up, never lose hope, never lose sight of the dreams you saw. You got to lean on love, let some go. Have a little faith, you'll get through it, you know. You're gonna beat this, see this through. I believe in you, it's、so、what you're gonna do now. Tell me, tell me what you're gonna do now. Well, I sing top down, look around, go stop. Never gonna know if you'd never try, baby. Top down, look around, go stop. Never gonna know if you'd never fly, baby. Higher, you got to fly higher. Hey oh, hey oh, that sunshine's gonna break on through us. Good morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Every Friday for the last eight years, Benny and I have been lifting your spirits. <laughs> eight years. It's our eight-year anniversary in April. That、um, means how- yay! Wait.、Oh. Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Awesome! awesome, I, awesome I gotta awesome, do it!、Awesome. I gotta do it! <laughs> so, so how many musicians do you think we've had in the studio?、Uh, individually, or are we talking repeat? Because if we're doing individually, I mean, there's still a huge list, but repeated it even doubles. But I mean,、uh, I'm gonna say fifty-five. Individuals, <laughs> musicians, probably, probably,、okay. and they Whew, all do live acoustic songs.、Yeah. Clint McEwen does one that he just made up in the hall, and I get to promote them and send people to their websites. And you know, now we'll get back to events hopefully. But、uh, mm-hmm. at Seattle Natural Awakening started the、um, magazine. They sponsored us.、Uh, we did events, and then eventually I did authors, and made friends with some super cool authors. And Anthony will be joining us、uh, at the half hour. But it's been a lovely, lovely journey, and it's kind of my real FaceTime with real people, and I get to pre-interview. And during those pre-interviews, I get to know people, and I—that's why I do this. I love it. 
so much. And I want to thank you, Benny, for being there and um, being the man behind the board. Oh, it's my pleasure, my honor. And now we'll continue to bring it to her uh, for everybody there. Here we go. So joining me, that song was Top Down. Mm -hmm. And we are venturing off to Kauai. Good morning, David Parsons. Good morning. How are you guys? Aloha Friday. I believe (laughs) today is Friday. It is. (laughs) We're starting to figure out Fridays again after two years. This is Friday, and you're in Kauai. It's 5 a.m. It's a little early. It's surf time, (laughs) baby. That's what it is. (laughs) Bless your heart. And I just love that song, Top Down. I got that in the mail from you after uh, listening to your uh, sunset sessions in Kauai. Uh, About two years ago, you sent me that. It lifted my spirits. And uh, then you were on the show. A couple times you've been on the show. And last time you were on the show, you got a nice... uh, email from one of our listeners yeah i did it was pretty awesome i about 20 minutes after i hung up with you i got a a message from uh, uh peter finestone and uh i never met him before in my life but he just was mentioning you and and the show and and that he was on his way into into work on his commute in uh seattle and that he had come from la and he had never imagined uh moving you know, from LA to a different place and restarting his life and just really was appreciative of what you, what work you do through your station. And, um, you know, just for having his day be so encouraged, um, which I think is a really testimony to not just one experience that, you know, you've had with one musician, but I think the track record you as a host and, and what you guys are doing on the show over the last eight years is something to be celebrated. So yeah, it was, it was a pretty cool thing. So. And we're all connected. And the reason I enjoy our conversations is because we kind of think the same. So you have that, you came, you're humble. That's what I want to say is you come through and you, you know, you've made a lot of money and you, you downsized and you moved to Kauai to, to change your life. And, you know, I've downsized and I'm living on a beautiful Island too. And it's just less is more is my, my motto. But to be inspired through communication and connection and music. And we were talking um, the other day about, um, you know, basically kind of staying in the the present moment. So when I do radio, I have to focus on what's going on right now. I'm engaged for at least this hour, for sure. And you were talking about being on stage, being on stage and that same feeling. Yeah, I you know, I think with the conversation that we were having is uh, how do you get over the nerves and and what do you do to to prepare yourself for when, you know, hundreds to 10,000 eyeballs kind of looking at you expecting to be entertained. And I was just saying that when I first started playing music, I, you know, I didn't go to school for music. I didn't study theory. I, this was something I discovered back in 2013 which in the career of, you know, a musician's life at age 27, 26, discovering that you could sing, that's pretty far along. And so I would do these little gigs um, at restaurants and hotels, and I would be like two songs into a two hour set. And I would just be sweating so much, like you could wring out my shirt without exaggeration, because I was so nervous. And I was just saying, what am I doing? I remember asking myself, like, what am I doing to myself? Why am I doing this? I don't like this feeling. And what we were talking about is, you know, as I continued to kind of get my name out there through just amazing people, 
um, you know, that the crowd size kind of increases. And I was at a gig just the other day and um, I got that same feeling, which I hadn't gotten in probably four or five years. Like, why am I doing this to myself? All these eyeballs, if I mess up, it is heard by everyone. And we were just talking about how in life, it's so important that we are constantly putting ourselves in uncomfortable positions for our growth. And that you cannot stay stagnant. Like, I think the question that you had asked me, partly was what do you think has helped with that success? And that was my answer is, is it's learning to be the way that I overcome that fear is I have to put myself in the complete moment of the emotion of what I'm trying to convey in that song, whether it's the cover song or an original song, I have to go into my, into like who I am and forget about everything else going out. And, and what they would say is sell the song. I have to sell that song emotionally. And that's what's helped me. um, I think be present when I'm feeling very fearful of what's the current reality. (laughs) So. And when I think about that and I hear you talk, you're telling me a story, but it's, it's life. That's what the key to life is, is being present. And if you can just be engaged with what you're doing at that moment, life is magical, you know? So we overthink everything. And that's like when I'm doing the radio show, I a couple times said squirrel because I was looking out the window and the sun was coming up and I forgot what I was going to say. And I've had people say, Oh God, what were we talking about? You know, but it's because our mind wanders. Sure. But if we're engaged in the present moment, and I practice because I, I hurt my ankle the other day because I was not in the present moment. I was way up here thinking about all kinds of things, and they weren't positive. You know, mm-hmm. one was like, I need to slow down. So the universe gave me this gift. <laughs> and I'm definitely practicing the present moment again. But I just love that metaphor of just, you know, being on stage because our life is a stage and each day is an event and just being 100% present. This is new for me to do it from Zoom and I can sit in my own house. This is kind of exciting. <laughs> I was scared to do it before. Now I'm thinking that's why people stay in their pajamas, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think the other thing that, you know, I as we were talking about it, that I attribute to uh, maybe being present in the moment when when life is happening. You know, I grew up in the mountains and my parents are both school teachers. So during the summers, we spent a lot of time... Um, we were campground hosts up in the Sierra Nevadas. And my dad had this tradition when I was a kid and he would, you know, we did a lot of fly fishing and fishing and and my dad would take me out into the center of the river. And this particular river had pretty big mountains on the side. So it was in the kind of the, the center of a, a valley. And I remember he would, t- he would take me and, and he'd make me close my eyes And he would say, just listen, just, I want you to smell, close your eyes, smell and listen. And he would start at like, just focus on 10 feet out. Now focus on 50 feet out. Now focus on a hundred yards out. Now focus on like a couple acres out. And then he would say, take, I want you to take those in. And we would take breaths in between. And then he would say like, bring that all together. And he would say like, that is the sound and the feeling of love. And I, I, I think I attribute a lot of like being present. Um, my wife will be the first to tell you that I, 
like I'm pretty scatterbrained because I've I'm always trying to, you know, what's the next thing? Um, Because when you're an entrepreneur, like that's how an entrepreneur thinks it's 24 seven. And as a musician grinding, like that's just what happens, you know. But I would say that one thing that is that I've always tried to take with me in my adult life is that moment with my father standing in my father's arms in the center of a river and and just take it in just stop slow down and and take it in and i don't know if that helps anybody out there but i (laughs) i I think that that you know that really is a foundation of i think my love for life is that moment with my father in my father's arms and reminding you just to slow down you gotta slow down you gotta see everything experience everything when i'm on stage at bigger stuff i I try to just, you know, just look out and realize that this is a moment and a memory that we're all collectively sharing as a group, you know, as a group that will never be together again in this capacity. So, and if you uh, uh, come to Seattle in the Newport Towers, we can see I-5 and 405. So right now, you know, a year ago, there was no traffic. It's, It's back to just, so whatever you just said, I'm sure people that are listening, driving down the road. Mm-hmm. They need to hear that we are starting to speed up really, really quick. And it's hard to focus if we're running really fast on that treadmill until it throws us off. And again, I just had that feeling I was going way too fast, too much on my plate. And I, you know, I didn't even know what day it was again, because I missed, I, I did a day before birthday to my daughter. Cause I thought it was Thursday. It was Wednesday because I had too much on my plate. But right now I think the the gift is to remember those times where we slowed down and, Let's not lose that. And that time, I love it that you spend time with your wife on Sundays. Yeah. You know, you know that's a, that, so when, yeah. So just a recap for those that don't know me or don't follow me. So about three years ago, my, my wife and I started shutting our phones off every Sunday. We've done it every Sunday and we literally just spend the whole day together. So, um, you know, I gig seven seven times a week, usually on a normal week basis, sometimes eight. And that was very, very difficult for me having, you know, I used to own an ad agency in Los Angeles. And then I moved here. And then I, you know, started kind of music here on the island. And then it kind of spread. But man, my wife and I, Ashley is just the most supportive wife any guy could ever ask for. But learning to keep our Sundays sacred and for each other and to rest and regroup was the most difficult thing at the beginning. And now I just crave it. It, I I cannot wait for Sundays to happen, to spend time with my lovely bride and just to shut the world off and um, to regroup. And I, we probably have, I don't know, three or four couples that started doing that with not with us, but that heard about it. And Ashley and I keep, we kind of keep record of all the things that we've learned from that, those Sundays together and, you know, just connecting on a very spiritual and and emotional um, basis every single Sunday and and being on the same page, you know, and I don't know, that's just a practice that my wife, I owe that all to my wife because I never would have done that if she wasn't, and she was very gracious about it. She's like, why don't we just try this? And, uh, and, and, and with the song, no regrets, isn't that angels uh, kind of message? Yeah, Is my buddy. Yeah. My, so 
Angel was uh, my life mentor of six or seven years when I was living in LA. He was a World War II veteran, uh, combat military police officer under General Patton in World War II. And uh, so the song No Regrets was really when I sat down and thought about if you take away all the money, if you take away, um, you know, the kind of the day-to-day monotonous grind, what is it? I was kind of asking myself, what is it that really matters to me? And if I were to, you know, pass away or whatever, if I really could live with no regrets, what is it? And I think the answer to that question that most of us has come to is our commodity, like time, right? It's time. And for me, just the opportunity and the ability in the in the song in the chorus it says um you know if i could have a sunset with a front porch view it's essentially like that's all i need in life you know it's like to be able to have the time to sit and watch the sunset and to do it without thinking about what the next obligation is and what the next responsibility i have to fulfill is like if I can do that more consistently, I, it doesn't matter what the accolades are. It doesn't really matter what the accomplishments are. Cause a hundred years from now, nobody's going to know my name, you know, uh, other than maybe, you know, my great, great grandkids, but I think we all have to find what that is on a daily basis and make it a practice and an exercise to enjoy those things that money can't buy that fill our hearts with peace and with joy and so that's what this song is about so it's a beautiful song and we'll play that song the whole song at the very end of the show but the word obligation it weighs on me as a hypnotherapist there's certain words that just when I hear people say it I'm obligated I have to do these I have to do these things but there's a point where you can get where you put yourself on a diet of no obligations and then all of a sudden you're doing the things that bring you joy and, and it's energy. So it, you're, you spin a little bit quicker and things manifest faster when we get rid of the, like I'd say guilt, fear, obligation, certain things. There's sure. things we want to do. So, and there's things that we have to do, but there's a difference. And so you, like I, you and I have a sunset addiction and. <laughs> you do. I, oh my gosh, your pictures that you post from would be, are just like, I, 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 when I get on social media, there's a couple people that I actually follow that are not just, you know, in kind of in that I've met through a gig or something, but I thoroughly enjoy going and seeking out your feed every day because I can feel the peace of the island that you guys live on. And that is the orcas, like my wife and I love orcas, like absolutely. I've never seen them in the wild. And the, a couple I, I, middle of COVID, I think you posted a pitch, some pictures of a pod off of the, uh, off the, off the Island. And I was like freaking out. I was like, babe, babe, look, look, we gotta get up here. <laughs> so well, we, you have, you have family here. And so we didn't yeah, know that exactly. when we started this. So exactly. Yeah, my, my great uncle, uh, guy was the, uh, uh, sheriff of Whidbey Island so yeah it's just crazy <laughs> like 
I love it. I love this. And I had a little, I had a little light bulb go off because I'm starting to think I want to do some music events again. And I, you know, I didn't want to get the green light before you know the red was over. <laughs> so I'm getting, sure. getting a few yellow lights, and I just would love to uh, get you here and and have everyone hear you on the island for real family reunion of some sort. But you're going to have a baby. We are. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Every day, it's our first, you know, and it's my it's my uh, parents' first. And then we found out that my brother, who's, I got three young, I have three younger brothers, and my third brother, Daniel, just the one of the brightest kids I've ever met and know, and I'm so honored to just be his big brother. Um, I feel like he teaches me things every day. He's a professional fly fisherman and uh sponsored and everything and he writes for like fishing magazines and stuff and just you know talk about being able to connect with people through words he's phenomenal but we found out that he is pregnant and that they're due the same month like a week or two before we're due and it was just like over overload for my parents who are becoming grandparents for the first time but yes my wife and I are I think she's 19 weeks pregnant today and so my what a what a miracle. I mean, just, I'm reading all the books, you know, and, and trying to do this and be super supportive and understanding of kind of all the week to week changes that she's going through and mind blowing the female body, just uh, unbelievably mind blowing. <laughs> like, I wrote this song with a friend a couple of years ago before this happened. And uh, it was, the song's called suddenly. And then we end it with, you're the best song I've ever written. The son. He's now 19, right? But he had yeah, to change yeah. his life unexpectedly. But the best song I've ever written. And I can't wait to hear the songs that come from you next year. How this is going to change your life. In a like you're so lovely and uplifting, anyways, but this is just going to, you know, bring you so much joy and you're going to be singing songs about it. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, I actually already wrote one. So maybe the next time I come on on your nine year or something, I'll have to share that. <laughs> That'll be Same. so great. Awesome. So you have like a, a little uh, support that listeners could uh, connect with if they want to, you know, uh, keep your studio going, your songs coming. Yeah. Um, let the listeners know about that. Yeah. So in Hawaiian, uh, the word ohana means family. And so I started this kind of, if you're familiar with Patreon, um, it's not Patreon. This is through my website. And, uh, but it's just called the Believers Ohana. And it's basically, I had, a bunch of people kind of come up to me over the years saying, Hey, you know, we're, we really connect with your art and your music and how do we support you? And the marketer inside me went, you know, I should really build something where it would be like a, a monthly part, like financial backers or partnership. And so that's what it is. It's, it's, uh, it's basically those that connect with my music have an opportunity to help me fund my new music projects. Cause I'm a hundred percent independent, the studio I built and, Every song I release, I personally finance and new songs are anywhere from about $2,000 to $3,000 in costs. And so I have a handful, a, a pretty strong uh, foundation of these Believers Ohana that donate, um, you know, sponsor me every month, $6, $12, or $24. And you get a t-shirt and you get uh, my entire archive of music for free. Um, well, as a thank you, it's not for free, but as a thank you and it's so awesome for me because I'll be on stage and then every once in a while I'll see like somebody wearing a Believer's Ohana t-shirt because you get a t-shirt 
And you can't get that anywhere else unless you're a member of that Believer's Ohana. And it's just a very humbling, sorry, I'm getting emotionally. It's, it's very humbling for me to share my, my love for music and my love for life. And then have a random stranger be willing to give like $5 to $25 every single month of their hard earned money so that I can continue to do that. And so that is probably one of the uh, most uh, rewarding things of my music journey is, is when I look out and I see at a concert, somebody wearing a Believer's Ohana t-shirt. I mean, it's, it means so much to me. So, and you get a signed CD with my favorite, you know, my favorite and, stuff. And me, I saw your sunset session. And then I, I don't know if I come, whatever. That's how we got, I reconnected. Cause I, I, I kind of saw you on stage, you know, the, uh, in Kapa'a. And then I connected on Facebook. Then yeah. you lifted my spirits with the sunset sessions. And then I got a CD in the mail that totally changed my because I was my energy was shifting I was thinking what am I going to do next and I get that put it in my car and literally my energy shifted and things happened they fell into place that's our last show if you want to check that out that's last year but um what's your website that was like one of my favorite interviews too like that was it we really do have like I feel like you and I have kindred spirits when it comes to like what's important to us in life and which is relationships and and then being very active to make sure you know being positive is it can be very difficult it's a difficult thing like I know people like my ukulele player he's chronically happy he shouldn't be because he has so many issues in his life that it's this thing his name is Mitch Mitch and his his word today was humble his his word today was humble (laughs) yeah and and you know what's funny is he was the one that got me singing so I owe I owe everything to Mitch um he helped me build a studio and everything but anyways you know, it, it's just, yeah, it's, it's been a, yeah, you could check that, you know, check that out on the website. I think you probably still have the, the podcast up for that. Oh, I listened to it yesterday and I was just like, yeah, it was, we did a great interview last time, <laughs> but give, give people your website. Yeah. So it's just my full name, uh, David Parsons with an S P A R S O N S and then three eyes. Cause I'm the third I I I.com. <laughs> David Parsons the third I used to just go by David Parsons but every time new songs would get released it'd get released under some guy that makes yoga music which <laughs> is great but it's not me so I had to add the third there to it so David Parsons the third.com yeah Yay. And we'll end this uh the show with uh no regrets and please listen to that to the end it's just it'll it'll be a great way to start your day it's it's sunny here in Seattle so and if you have a topless car <laughs> go put your top down I guess <laughs> not not <laughs> all right thank you david and aloha hey thank you know what i feel so honored that you would allow me to be a part of your eighth anniversary show and i it is just always a, a privilege and a joy to chat with you live and to all the listeners thank you guys for tuning in and and i uh, hope you guys have a wonderful aloha friday stay tuned we'll be right back with more as far as i see got the woman of my dream sitting next to me Lean a little closer, then you'll see. It's a good day if you make it that way. Have a little...
Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You'll receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading. Experience a labyrinth in the woods. Take a walk on the beach and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island time is waiting for you. Mark your calendars for the 2022 Northwest Green Home Tour on two Saturdays, May 7th and 14th. The tour is a free hybrid tour, a mix of virtual and live sites. This is a free opportunity to see firsthand the many ways that environmentally conscious design and construction can benefit not only the planet as a whole, but your local community, your family, and you. This year's tour features green building approaches that can put more money in your pocket by lowering your energy costs or even eliminating them altogether. They will show you remodels, new builds, backyard cottages, single-family residences, co-housing, and condos. The homes on the tour boast a variety of green building certifications, passive house, build green, and net zero. To RSVP for your free tickets, visit nwgreenhometour.org for the schedule and more details. That's nwgreenhometour.org. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. An alternative to everything else on your radio dial. Alternative Talk 1150. If you never fly, baby, higher. You got to fly higher. Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits, eight years on air. This is pretty exciting. I have gotten to meet the most fascinating people. And Anthony Manna, welcome to the show. So happy to be here. I'm, I'm honored. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. During the pandemic, I, instead of events, because there, there, I wasn't kayaking, I wasn't doing any of the things that, you know, I would normally do or travel to Kauai. So um, we uh, started doing um, authors from all over the world, Portugal, New York, and, and they've been back, some of them, uh, Dubai, Germany. So I got to travel the world each week with an author. <laughs> it was just amazing, amazing. And I never expected that to be as successful as it was, but I met Anthony. In our pre-interview, my heart just, I just love talking to him. And so I said, let's meet every week. And we did, and we have, and we've had this amazing um, friendship, but he bought my book and now we're doing Our Energy Matters uh, with Anthony Mann and Dina Marie Weekly. So that's on YouTube, but Anthony um, interviews, he interviews authors and children's authors. He's a children's um, writer and a PhD. He's a professor, teacher of literature, just an amazing man. But he's going to interview me today. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. You know, I, I mean, I just, the, uh, you know, I was thinking about interviewing you and I thought, lift your spirits is so you, you know, I mean, that's what I've learned, you know, and then I thought lifting your spirits, one of the, one um, message that you brought to me, which is so important is lift your spirits and look up. 
Mm. You know, and and I I just that is so important. I mean, I go outside and I feel like I'm in this mood and I'm looking down and then all of a sudden I stop and I look up and I see the patterns. You know, I live I live on 8 acres of woods. And <laughs> all of a sudden it becomes to me also the other part of that is that what I've always wanted to do in my youth was to be a dancer. And so when I see that those woods and I look up and I see the patterns above me, I'm just dancing away, you know, and it's like so liberating hmm. uh, and it's, it's so wonderful, you know? So when I, when I think of you and your show, I wonder how did it all begin you know, what did you, did you wake up? Did you have an aha moment? Oh, I think I'll do an uplifting show. Or did you, did you think about it for a while? You know, how did it come about? I, I wrote a book. Just like when you write an album and you know what it's like to write a book, then what do you do with it? You got to get it out there. And that part I never even figured out. I didn't know what to do. So I have 7,000 copies of a book and uh, I, I know I got on Manson Mitchell. Manson Mitchell is a radio show that is on two hours after us, 10 o'clock today. And they became really good friends with me. And we did uh, monthly events and they came to my events. And so I would come on their show to promote my book. And then um, they went on vacation. See, I love this here. My brain's shifting because I get to go back and what? Well, they went on vacation and asked me if I would do their show for four weeks. And I said, no. <laughs> And then they said, you can do it. And that's when I interviewed Jeannie from Kauai. Uh, I had an event coming up. So each week I in, in, uh, interviewed my events that were coming up with this magazine, Seattle Natural Awakenings. And then about two months later, I think they asked me to fill in one more time. And then uh, Mike, the guy at the board said, why don't you have your own show? And I'm like, I don't know. Why don't I? But then the magazine sponsored it. And so that magazine, Seattle Natural Awakenings, is um, a franchise all over the United States. So I got to interview all these people coming to town. Um, Neil Donald Walsh was one of them uh, and um, gurus and said, said guru, <laughs> you know, cause yoga events. And it was just such a lovely mix of what was going on Saturday and Sunday. So Friday morning, people would listen and then they'd know, you know, what musician was playing, where they're playing. Um, sometimes I did uh, four interviews and it was just like what was happening. And it would come to my island, Kameno, come to Woodby Island come to Kauai and do get disc golf, you know, um, I would go to Kauai and, and market, you know, the island and it was a lot of fun. And then what happened? Oh yeah, we had this thing and it was kind of funny. I didn't know if I'd hold on to, you know, two years ago, the show. And then, um, John, Jonathan came to me and said, Hey, why don't we do authors? So it was almost God, right? God was helping me. I, I mean, I sold all my books, but it was really just having a platform to meet I say kind, gentle, and fascinating people. And the amount of kids that I've mentored through the years got to be on my show. 30, year, 30 like 10 years later, their musicians are on American Idol, The Voice. And, and they started as, you know, quiet children with no throat chakra. And all I did was give them something artistic to do. And then they started expressing themselves and writing albums. And um, I would book them. I started doing music festivals, I think, just to get them on stage. In fact, I started one. Oh, it got me started, man. But it was all about really um, introducing people to kind, gentle, fascinating people and, and having people to go to events that were meaningful, right? I, I don't want you to watch um, a $500 ticket, people. That, that money leaves our state or our country. I want you to go down to the, your local 
pub or your um, tea coffee shop and promote some kid who just made a CD and buy it, you know, and encourage them. So, wow, you got me started, but it's been so much fun. That's, that's wonderful, you know, and so I, 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 um, I'm wondering what, what keeps you motivated because I mean, after all, this is eight years later, you know, and what you just described, I, I wanted to hold on to it all. It was, you were just so fast, you know, but I, I mean, so no, no, but so the, the idea of going to authors, you know, which for me was fabulous because my book had just come out, Lucas in the Game of Chance for, I guess, tweens, you know, going into maybe middle school and uh, and your insights were so profound, you know, that I, I just felt so honored to be there. So the authors, you know, so that's one aspect of what I think keeps you motivated. But what, how, how do you stay, stay with it so that the energy of lifting your spirits is within you? Well, you know, I, I taught my own work. I did the chakra classes. And, and it's about connecting to your higher self, which is, you know, looking up doing something creative, uh, being with people you can talk to and express yourself. And so every time I taught, that's what kept me going, teaching what my book uh, was about. And then I kind of dropped it for about six months because everything was a little bit dark. And then you came into my life and Mm -hmm. bought my book and you and I've had a session each week. So I look back and think you were a gift, manna from heaven. You are a gift from above to keep me inspired with my own book so that I can continue doing what I love to do. And here we are, David's on the phone. He's in Kauai, which is, you know, my other home that I I miss, but I haven't gotten the green light to go back yet, but just to have my spirits lifted and then reach out to others who are on the same, I call it multiverse. We're playing the same song and I call it coupling therapy. Therapy, you bring energy together with like-minded human beings and it just goes that much faster. And it's fun, right? Oh, well, I mean, the other thing about this is that every time we meet uh, for the Zoom uh, episode, which is now up to 38, I write. You know, I, I go to your book and I allow myself, which is not normally like me as a writer, because usually as a writer, I'm so deliberate that I become a madman, you know, but what I do with your book is I kind of meditate on it and I just allow myself to, you know, to um, just, well, as I I said yesterday, to acknowledge and celebrate our uniqueness and and individuality. That's what I see about your show, you know? And I said, so the heart can breathe again, refreshed and glorified and joyfully learning through your teachings, Dina Marie, Lady Grace, the art of, healing self-acceptance self-wonder you know and that really i mean when when i came to you i was kind of stuck as a writer and you said uh what about being nice to yourself and i went being nice to myself how do you do that you know and and we that's been a theme you know that i find all the way through your book especially what excites me about your book too and about your show is that you also bring in healing you know and you in your book especially you talk about from children to adults that you have helped to heal uh, by you know using chakra power using reiki you know using whatever your means are but especially the crystal reading you know is also so much a part of who you are and uh and you know and i once asked you we spent the whole show talking about how that all developed that you started with crystals 
the, and I just collected them and became the rock game. And then I became a hypnotherapist and my rocks were in the office. So everybody wanted to know what the rock game was. And then I wanted to uh, teach people, but then they wanted me to write a book. So my clients asked me to write a book to teach them the rock game, which, you know, it started 30 something years ago. But I think what it does, it helps you uh, find that place that's blocked, right? And it's super easy. I teach kids how to do this. They can walk in and see the rocks and know exactly who was in my room by what was closed and open. And when you were younger, you know, you were off to be a priest. And you said, you know, you were taught to look down. It was super important to look down. And it took us probably a year to get you to look up, you know, because you were programmed for a long period of your life to look down and not love yourself. So one of your intentions is to be kind to yourself. And I'm using that now. See how I touch my heart? <laughs> that's, that, that's how I know I'm practicing it. A lot of you, you want to know if somebody's genuine, they'll touch their heart a lot when they're talking. But if your chakras are blocked, you might, you know, put your hands across your, your whatever, your chest. And, and it's just interesting. And I've been doing it for so long, but it's super interesting or super simple to have these prescriptions. And they call it homework, my clients. And so all I do is I give a little bit of a, a prescription for you was to burn your journals from the past that were not lifting your spirits yeah and it's been like that all the way along you know so i mean i see the parallel in your show constantly you know i mean the fact that there are people who come to you i call them the seekers you know and they and they're looking for soul health they're looking for a connection you know with themselves and then with others but it's with themselves mm-hmm. you know and that is um so powerful in your show uh, to hear people, musicians, philosophers, poets, you know, a writer for children, you know, and, and, uh, and then celebrate that, you know, and I, I thought to myself, the other word that kept coming up over when I was thinking about your show is, is the word imagination, hmm. you know, and that it, it's, it, it takes you, it takes me when I come to your show, when I come to your book, it it uh, it kindles my my imagination, you know, to believe beyond, you know, beyond the the boundaries, to to move out. I love you that you say that because right now people are in front of a television. They're seeing things. You know when you hit your head. Watch yourself. If you ever do that, you've probably seen something you don't want to see. It's almost like your third eye, which is your imagination. It's right here on your forehead. Watch people if they they go past television and see something brutal, you know, or, you know, and they smack themselves in the head. That's what's happening. And so this whole us going out watching sunsets and nature and, you know, keeping it tuned up, that third eye, we want to see beauty. That's how we're going to write. And I think what happened when I met you, your, your writer's block, because TV was super brutal two years ago. There was so much going on and we didn't want to see it. We didn't know what to do. And you're a very imaginative, creative person. You couldn't go out and read your books to children anymore. And so you were shutting down. And then we yep. had our conversation. You lifted up. And then we continued. And it's a practice, just like with your music, David. It's a practice to keep your energy high. And so those things like going to the beach on Sundays with someone you love or going outside and looking at the birds, all those things keep our spirits high. And I say, turn off the television. It's the most hypnotizing thing ever. I don't care what you're watching. Because you want to live your life. When you're watching movie after movie, you're allowing someone else to live for you. Yeah. So yeah. And, and, and I love David's idea about Sundays. You know, Sunday. Uh, what is that Broadway show uh, in the park with 
and it you know it's it's the replication of a painting sunday in the park is what it's called you know and and i when he started talking about the fact that why not you know sundays or or really it could be tuesdays you know but the idea of shutting it all down and and just relating that time you know to, first to your own spirit and then to reach out to the person you love and you know share the spirit that way i think that's such an such a um, a powerful way to imagine a day of creativity because there is a lot of creativity in that it's funny too to, to also give yourself enough time to be be quiet to hear your inner voice or your higher self and i was telling you about the guy at the gym who's like got the crank radio up now and he doesn't <laughs> yeah. like to he doesn't like it quiet because he doesn't want to hear his own voice and you know, I'm not going to the gym right now and I'm going to have to say something, but I loved it. I loved walking into a gym where everyone just smiled. It was quiet and I could read a book without something like the news behind me because that's what gyms normally have is news on or music that you don't want to hear. But finding that time alone so that you can have that small, still voice, which is these higher chakras, and then you get direction. And then you like the green light, the universe winks, then you move. So I was the other day, well, two days was it was yesterday I can't remember now I was not grounded I didn't go to the gym I couldn't go see the sun because it was foggy and I wasn't practicing very well and of course I, I had the universe give me a little okay you need to sit this one out <laughs> and ground me and you know I'm, I feel much isn't that crazy I feel better because I can't walk <laughs> Oh, God. No, but it keeps you in one place, you know, and I, I know that um, as I became to know you and started growing with you, uh, you know, with your incentives, with your healing, healing powers, really, in so many ways, I, I felt like I was connecting with a part of my spiritual self that I had really turned off. And, you know, it, it's really important to me also that as, as that was happening, I, you know, and I didn't want to go back to the gym because I was so afraid, you know, my age, the fact that I'm a cancer survivor, et cetera. So I built a gym right here in this room that I'm sitting in. I have my bands, I have my weights, I have my this, I have my that, you know, and I got more weights so I can build myself. <laughs> You, you don't know, have to deal with that guy either. <laughs> I know that's what I mean, and also because at at the at the gym that I was going to, they they always say clean your machine. <laughs> I can't imagine how many people you know would, would walk away from the, the with their sweaty bodies left on the machine, and I thought, why am I doing this to myself? You know, and so at the same time, and this is really important to me, is when I was reading about your healing powers. The, the need for quiet, the need for, you know, staying in one place. I started doing yoga online with Sarah Beth. Her name is, I just love her. And, and it's all for, you know, for beginners, I'm, I'm, I'm a yoga beginner, you know, I'm a learner. And I, I have, I have just felt so much better, you know, knowing that I've got that option to keep me healthy, you know, and, and there's no stopping you now you're looking up and <laughs> you're being kind to yourself and exercising yes we need it for our our mind because it grounds us it gets us out of our heads because all of us are like always go 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 in our head so every time you exercise you sit on a beach or stop then your energy you're tuned up again and you can move forward but yeah i didn't work out this week and it totally kept me heady i'm a triple gemini so i was just blah 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 in my head it was like god yeah. shut up already <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I don't yeah. know. No, I, I, and then you you told me about my my uh, you know, uh, when you were analyzing me, that uh, you know I, I'm a, I'm a Leo, and that performance and uh, you know a connection is very important for me. Well, talk to my partner about that because. I mean, I just the other day. The other day, I said, uh, "I have this tooth thing, and it's it's still paining me." And they they did surgery, and he and I said, "What would you do?" And he said, "Look, it's your mouth." And I thought, "Oh, so I went into this whole thing about, hey, it's my mouth and not your mouth, and it's my mouth, and remember, you stay away from my mouth." And I went on for about an hour, and you said, "Please stop, stop," and I thought, I said. Dina Marie said, I have to be on stage at least once a day. Leo. <laughs> he's a Leo. He's a performer. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I was in theater. For, then I, I was in the theater of the priesthood, remember? You know, and they dressed me up and they cut part of my hair off and they changed my name. And I performed that for a while. And I wore those big, gigantic rosary beads. It was wonderful. It was like a, a, an unfolding play. <laughs> you know. Oh. Yeah, and that's funny because so with the book, it's funny too because he he, he re um, introduced it to me. So each time he reads it, like a, like a five year old just learning about Christmas or whatever, everything's brand new, and he brings up stuff. And I'm like, oh my god, I wrote that. That's really good. <laughs> but some of it's some of it's like who you are, your numerology, everything about him. I I've read him, and it's like it's so him. But he doesn't have to feel bad about who he is. He came here to perform. He came here to be kind of out there for people to see and maybe other people don't like that shining part and so his whole life maybe he felt he shouldn't do it anymore but that's who you are that's what you came here to do yeah well i mean and there we go again you know when you <laughs> know what i mean when you when you're talking to people in your book and you're healing them it's always bringing them back to their own soul hmm. you know, soul body mind whatever we want to call it you know and i, I was telling i talked to you yesterday about the fact that I feel more li liberated being able to talk about soul, you know, and I thought, wait a minute, early on, I thought, no, that's, it's, we don't even know what that is, but I'm beginning to understand what it is, you know, it's that, it's that spirit there, you know, that's uh, God's imagination. It's you know? like when you're behind writing and you're in the moment, right? It's when I'm teaching and I'm in the moment. It's when David is singing and he's in the moment. That's our authentic selves. And the, you know, the more we can be in that moment, sitting, watching a sunset, I turn everything off at 530 till sunset. <laughs> now sunsets later. So I'm alone because I'm addicted to that time where I don't have a, anything in my head except for what I'm watching, you know, which is a beautiful sunset, which is always different. And it doesn't have to be a sunset. You can sit in the woods and the birds come by. I have a chipmunk now, <laughs> you know, an otter. An otter who came straight at me, and I'm like, dude, I don't think you should be coming straight at me. But you know, it, he just did what exactly I was doing: swimming and sitting in the sun. You know, we were both. It was like being mirrored by the, by the Mother Nature. It was really super cool. Super but, cool. Yeah. As I was, I was sitting here early this morning, really early, and I looked up out of the window that looks over to um, the east, and I see the sun happening. It's through the trees, way out there. And then all of a sudden, it, the, the thing blasts its, its beam into this room. And I could turn all the lights off because it was so illuminated. You know? And I kept thinking about the vital energy that that is. You know? And I keep thinking about 
the word energy in your life, you know, in your book, Our Energy Matters, The Art of Crystal Reading. You, you know, and it's always the photography that I like. It helps me focus on the light. Even on a dark day, you can find the light. And that's where I think photography is a really good uh, for your third eye and keeping it tuned up. Uh, I just want to say how much fun I had today, but I want to make sure we get uh, no regrets on at the end. Uh, um, if you want to reach out to Anthony Manna, that's anthonymannabooks.com. If you want to check out Our Energy Matters with us, you can go to my YouTube or uh uh, go to my Facebook page, Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie or Dina Marie and also dina-marie.com if you want to come to Woodby Island and, and see a sunset with me. I want to thank both of you, David and Anthony, for being on the phone, uh, phone I guess it is the phone, <laughs> on the show today. And then Benny, for all that you do. We're going to end the show with no regrets. David Parsons III. Come back next week for more people, place, and activities that will lift your spirits. So give me good old conversation. I need no fancy things Just a front porch with a sunset view And a wind between my fingertips You love me wild and reckless With the wanderlust of yours Well, I will die With no regrets Disappointment Well I've been there And I've done that And it paralyzed me Cause I've held fears That have never passed Well I've lived and I've learned And I've loved and I've lost Failed along the way Due to indecision A crippled state It'll make you pay Give me good old conversation I need no fancy things Just a front porch with the sunset view And a wind between my fingertips If you love me wild and reckless With the wanderlust of yours Well, I will There's hope in the name of love There's 
There's faith, there's hope in the name of love. We will rise above this in the name of love. So give me a good old conversation. I need no fancy things. Front porch with the sunset view. In between my fingertips, if you love me, why the reckless? With the wanderlust of yours, well, I will die with no regret.